Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting as well. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. It is week 18 in the NFL, the final week of the regular season. First things first, though, as NFL fans, we can all take a collective bit of a sigh of relief as we've gotten some positive updates on mm-hmm. Bill's player, Damar Hamlin, who on Monday Night Football went into cardiac arrest on the field, had to be rushed to the hospital. The world had been waiting to see what the update would be, and we got some positive updates Mm -hmm. from his doctors directly who held a press conference saying that he's starting to wake up. He's got neurological function. Mm -hmm. He can move his hands and his feet. In fact, he's writing to the doctors. And the first question that he wrote to his doctors was did we win yep i I love that that was the first one and the doctor's response in the press conference he said you won you won the game of life and it's certainly positive that we're getting good updates he is still considered critically ill Mm -hmm. however it seems that all indications from the doctor's perspective are trending positively so we still continue to send our thoughts and prayers his way and to the bill's community also the Bengals have been really great it was just mm-hmm. really nice to see the outpouring of support for uh, hamlin and his family and obviously big shout out to the first responders the ones Absolutely. the doctors that were on the scene they're really the uh ones the that are saving them in that yeah. one. and in fact in the press conference with the doctors they made sure to note that it was the quick response that mm-hmm. saved his life in that instance so it's just nice that we have a positive update there as we head, in, head into the final week of the regular season. There had been this cloud that was looming. In fact, you know, even talking about NFL games, it just felt wrong considering that we had a player um, in a life or death scenario. So we can all take a deep breath, kind of take a step back and then refocus for week 18 is here the final week of the regular season we've got a lot of great games and playoff implications in a lot of them for daily fantasy though there's an interesting problem in that a lot of these teams who are already in and have cemented their spot in the playoffs will likely be resting guys how Mm -hmm. do you approach that when you're looking to build a lineup for daily fantasy and not only just guys or teams that have already got their playoff spot, all that locked up, but also teams that are totally out of it, that have a superstar, they know they're coming back. There's no reason to risk Mm -hmm. them, you know, in the second half of a game. So some, uh, some random players that we don't really know about could be sitting as well. Uh, Me personally, I always take a big step back. Mm -hmm. If I play, it's very light this week. Uh, I do, however, think there is some edge. If you really want to dig in and dive through all the beat writers, all the news you possibly can to figure out who is going to play, I think there is a possibility to get a little bit more of an edge just because it's really hard to get some of the news and, you know, really understand who's playing and who's not. And if you have one of those stars in your lineup that does, in fact, go the distance in this Mm -hmm. game, could really help you in daily fantasy. We'll get to our daily fantasy projections now for week 18. The first player we're going to start with is quarterback Jalen Hurts, who's going up against the Giants. He had been dealing with a sprained shoulder, so he was out the past two weeks. And in fact, the Eagles struggled Mm -hmm. without him. Gardner Minshew, his backup, just couldn't get the wins. 
for the Eagles, and now they're in a situation where the one seed is at stake for them. Good thing Jalen Hurts appears to be coming back this week. They haven't made an official determination yet. However, all signs are trending that way. He did participate with the first team reps in practice for today. Mm -hmm. We are filming this on Thursday, so it's looking good there. And they certainly need him. Prior to his injury, he was averaging 301 total yards, averaging two and a half total touchdowns per game, an absolute fantasy stud. Mm -hmm. Favorable matchup for him this week going up against the Giants, who ranked 29th in defensive DVOA. Tyler, how do you assess Jalen Hurts from a fantasy perspective this week? Well, one thing is it's kind of a must-win game for mm -hmm. them. If they win, they get that first round by. Right. So that's really big, especially if their team is a little bit banged up here. Hurts has been really good. The Giants, 21st uh, versus the quarterback over the last four mm -hmm. weeks. You mentioned their DVA is low as mm -hmm. well. Uh, and the last time they placed, Hertz had 294 total yards, had two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown versus the Giants in Week 14. Giants don't really have that much to play for. They're right. pretty much locked in their spot here. So I think it's really up to Hertz here to just come out and win the game for them, lock up that spot. And, you know, he may get pulled a little early. But what we've seen out of this team and Hurts all year is he gets to a big lead right. and then they just run the ball. So mm -hmm. him being pulled early, I'm really not that worried about it. Yeah. I mean, he can rack up some serious fantasy points yes. in just one half alone, totally. which could help you win a fantasy contest. Now let's check in on a sleeper pick at quarterback. Jets quarterback Mike White going up against the Dolphins. Let's be honest. White had an atrocious outing last week against the Seattle Seahawks that basically knocked the Jets out of playoff contention. Mm -hmm. Just 240 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. He was playing, though, with fractured ribs. Maybe came mm -hmm. back a week too early, didn't look too good, was making some bad decisions and not making some easy layups there. This week, though, he has a more favorable mm -hmm. matchup going up against the Dolphins, who ranked 25th in pass defense DVOA. What do you make of this game, particularly because the Dolphins have something to play for in terms of a spot in the playoffs? They mm -hmm. are still in contention for that seven seed, uh, a wild card spot. If they win and the Bills win their game against the Patriots, they're in. What do you think from a fantasy perspective that means for Mike White? Yeah, one thing is, I don't think the Jets are going to just let the Dolphins no. win. The Jets are absolutely going to go after the Dolphins and try and win this game. They have a lot of young guys, so that experience helps. You know, So they're going to go out and really play this game. And then Mike White is playing for his job. He wants to be a starter, at least on the Jets mm -hmm. or on a different team. And so having another good game here will help that uh, that cause happen. Job security always a good motivating factor when you're yes. talking about and, the final uh, game of the season. And Miami just hasn't been a great defense. Mm -hmm. They rank uh, 26, allowing 250 yards uh, a game, passing yards a game, and then also 29th, allowing 1.8. Uh, passing touchdowns per game. So I think it's good matchup. The motivations are there. Mm -hmm. The Jets are going to want to beat yeah. the Dolphins and be spoiler. So I, I think as a cheap kind of low-owned sleeper play, it's an interesting pick. Why not take a shot at mm -hmm. the Jets quarterback this week? 
Let's move on to our running back situation. The first running back we're talking about is Rams running back Cam Akers. He's going up against the Seahawks this week. Akers has turned it on over the last couple of weeks. He's averaging, he's had over at least 100 yards from scrimmage each of the last three games. Coming out of nowhere, because at the start of the season, he wasn't even the starter. Mm -hmm. There was some friction there between him and the front office. It was looking almost like they were going to trade him. But now it seems like he's gotten some more confidence over the past few weeks, and they've been leaning on him mm -hmm. heavily, and he has produced from a fantasy perspective. Now he's got a favorable matchup going up against the Seattle Seahawks that continually get carved up by running backs week in and week out. In fact, they allow the third most rushing yards per game. What do you see from the fantasy outlook for Akers this week? Yeah, I think we have just a really good situation here where the Rams have been leaning on him heavily. He's had a huge workload. And then we have a Seahawks team that ranks 31st on the season versus our RB. Uh, they're 25th over the last four weeks. So even though they've been slightly better, yeah. you know, they're still very bad. And Akers has been really good. Not only does he look good, but, mm. you know, maybe those injuries that he had is are finally, you know, past him. Sure. And he is getting healthy. They're giving him the ball. And really, I expect them to do the same this this week. So with that, I, I like it. I'm one of the things with this week is I want to have more just be a little more sure that these players are going to get touches. Mm -hmm. And I think Akers will. He's also a threat in the passing game as well. Yes. In fact, Sean McVay has praised him as showing more of an ability to be a complete back, which for mm -hmm. fantasy purposes, that's a win for you. It is, absolutely. <laughs> Another running back we're looking at this week for Daily Fantasy is Colts running back Zach Moss, who's going up against the Houston Texans this week, which is always a favorable matchup for opposing running backs. <laughs> Zach Moss, earlier in the season, he spent the first half with the Buffalo Bills, so only really just started coming to life with the Indianapolis Colts, averaging 73 rushing yards per game in the last three games. Houston's allowed the most rushing yards per game in the NFL. What do you see as the ceiling for Zach Moss this week? Yeah, Zach Moss is another kind of like my white situation where the Colts want to see what they have in him. It is Colts or it's Moss's job right now. Houston ranks 31st, not only on the season, but also the last four weeks. They've just been awful against the run. So it's a really good situation to see what Moss has. He is really cheap. And if he gets into the end zone with those, you know, 70 plus yards that he's been averaging, maybe a couple receptions, and you have a really nice game out of somebody that's pretty cheap. All right, let's move on to our wide receivers here. The first wide receiver we're talking about is Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson, who leads the NFL in receiving yards this week going up against the Chicago Bears. Now, Jefferson's coming off of his worst performance of the season, just one reception for 15 yards against the Packers. Jair Alexander shut him down. In fact, uh, he deflected a pass that was intended for Jeff Jefferson and started doing the gritty to <laughs> kind of troll him a little bit. Yeah, right in his face. Oh, right in his face. I'm sure Jefferson is looking to bounce back this week in a big way going up against the Chicago Bears, who ranked 31st in pass defense DVOA. Mm -hmm. And prior to the game against the Packers, I mean, Jefferson was averaging 117 receiving yards per game. What do you think about his prospects this week? Yeah, and after that game, his average is now 110. Oh, you know, man, just, really just... Just slumming it these days. 
But there's not to mention the good matchup. There is also an outside chance Jefferson can break Calvin Johnson's receiving record. He will need close to 200 yards to make it happen. But in this matchup, he could. He's absolutely crushed the Bears in four or five matchups against the Bears in his career, and I think he can do it again here. Minnesota does have a chance to get right. the one seed, although it's very slow. Do you worry in this scenario that this is a rest situation given the fact that the Vikings have pretty much solidified their spot? I think you have to worry about every single, <laughs> every, pretty right. much most Fair players. Enough. But yes, there there is absolutely that worry. Uh, but if he starts the game hot, mm-hmm. they may keep going to him trying to get him that record. And personally, okay. I think him, I think he is one of those players mm-hmm. that does look at that, yeah. really wanting it. And Kevin O'Connell is a head coach that wants the best for his players. Yeah. The players love him, and I see mm-hmm. him as having that kind of respect and wants to reward his players. Mm-hmm. So that could very much be the scenario. Let's check out the scenario for wide receiver A.J. Brown going up against the Giants this week. Now, Brown will be the beneficiary of Jalen Hurts taking back over those starting quarterback role. He was averaging, is averaging 87 and a half receiving yards per game. It'll be nice with Jalen Hurts back. They've got great chemistry. In fact, Hurts is the godfather of his daughter. So (laughs) name a better duo right there than those two guys. Last game against the Giants, he had 70 receiving yards and a touchdown as well. The Giants ranked 23rd in pass defense DVOA. As you mentioned, a lot of teams are going to be who have already made their spot in the playoffs are like, eh, I don't know if we want to get hurt. We might rest mm-hmm. some guys. And this is exactly that situation with the Giants. What do you expect for Brown? Yeah. And then not to mention also Hertz wants to get back on track with mm-hmm. his receivers. I, I think that Eagles are really going to come out. They're going to try and throw the ball, get their offense back in shape how it was prior to Hurts getting hurt and the Giants defense is really a good spot for them to do that they rank 27th allowing 1.1 wide receiver touchdowns a game and also 24th allowing almost 165 passing yards to the wide receiver so I really like the spot for Brown he did well versus them a few weeks ago and he's in a good spot once again and there might be some hesitation with going with wide receivers because Jalen Hurts was dealing with a shoulder Shoulder injury. injury, However, head coach Nick Sirianni has said, I'm not even putting him in the game if he can't hit those deep balls. So I'm confident if he is playing, they're going to try to make sure that he's got those at his disposal, especially heading into the playoffs. I I think had they need needed him Mm -hmm. over the last couple of weeks, he probably would have played at least Mm -hmm. last week. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, And now I think, with them needing the win, oh, he's they, they need play. that one seed. That's yeah. an important one when you head into the playoffs. A nice bye week to rest up, especially if he's a little banged up. Yeah, and the Eagles have been struggling. You certainly don't want to head into the playoffs after losing three games in a row, which would be their fate if they Absolutely. lose to the Giants. Okay, we got a few more wide receivers to get to. The next being Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. They're going up against the Dolphins, who've been pretty abysmal on defense this season. In fact, the last time the Jets played him, they put up 40 against them, and that was with Zach Wilson at the as quarterback. And he's the guy who got benched because of poor performance. Mm-hmm. What do you see from Wilson this week? Yeah, I mean, Wilson is absolutely the number one target here. Mm-hmm. Dolphins haven't been great versus wide receiver, ranked 20th. 
this is a very exploitable matchup for Wilson. And once again, the Jets are in a spot where they want to spoil the Dolphins show. And as you mentioned, Mike White Mm -hmm. playing for a contract next year. So we likely will see him trying to hit his favorite target. I mean, Garrett Wilson, one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the NFL. You can't tell sometimes because he's on that abysmal Jets offense. It's crazy that he's a rookie. Yeah, he is really good. And next up is Drake London. What do you see for him this week? He's been a bit hit or miss for fantasy owners this year. He has been. He's been a lot better with Ritter, though. Mm -hmm. And he's really just been getting a ton of targets. They keep going to him with... With the amount of targets that he's getting at his salary, Mm -hmm. he has a really nice floor. He's averaging 10 targets a week over (laughs) the last four weeks for six receptions, 77 yards. He's just lacking those TDs. And he's going against the Tampa uh, defense, which is a pass funnel D. They're 29th versus the wide receiver over the last four. So I think it just kind of sets up for London to have a really good game. Mm -hmm. Being a rookie, he's going to be out there they're going to be trying to win the game if they do i don't know about that but they're going to be trying to lead on london all right well (laughs) we always like to go with the atlanta falcons especially since they're a team that basically wins the games they're not supposed to (laughs) and loses the games they're supposed to win so they can't be brady either (laughs) exactly All right, let's move on to our tight ends. The first tight end we are looking at is Dallas tight end Dalton Schultz, who will be going up against the Washington Commanders this week. Now, Dalton Schultz had a good game against Tennessee last week, 56 yards. He had two touchdowns in Mm -hmm. that game. And this week going up against a Washington Commanders team, they've been good against tight ends. However, the Washington Commanders in general seem to be a bit of a mess right now. In fact, Ron Rivera wasn't even sure in a press conference of what the playoff scenario was. So (laughs) I'm not even sure what's going on over there with the Commanders. I would be leaning into a tight end who's playing them this week. Yeah, and Schultz is someone that was very good. He was kind of... Uh, Prescott's safety blanket a couple years ago got hurt. Seems like he is healthy again, mm-hmm. and he's back playing really well. Like you said, two touchdowns last week. Mm-hmm. He's had a couple two-touchdown games, averaging seven targets a game over the last four weeks. And the Cowboys, like the Eagles, still have a shot at getting that number one seed. So they're going to try and go out and win. They are playing the same time the Eagles are too, so. Another team that I think is going to kind of bring it this week is mm-hmm. going to be the Rams. And that's why we're looking at Rams tight end Tyler Higby going up against Seattle this week. He's been a bit hit or miss all season long. In fact, he had 11 receiving yards last week. However, the week prior, he had 94 receiving yards against Denver. This week, he's got a favorable matchup going up against the Seattle Seahawks, who ranked 29th in past defense DVOA versus tight ends. So not a bad spot to be in for Tyler Higby. What do you think? Especially, we've got another situation. We talked about Mike White playing for his job. Baker Mayfield also in that scenario. And Tyler Higby's a big target. The Rams are an interesting spot as far as saying playing for the job Mm -hmm. because we don't know what's going on with Stafford. Right. You know, Stafford's career could be over. He could be coming back next year. Could be Baker's job next year. But Tyler Higby has absolutely been one of his favorite, most consistent targets. Seattle ranks 32nd versus the tight end. And through the last couple weeks, Higby averaging 4.5 receptions, almost 40 yards, 0.75 touchdowns a game over the last four weeks. So he puts his average catches and yards with a touchdown, and it's a pretty nice game out of 
out of his price. So. so those are the tight ends. Let's take a look at your defenses this week. The first defense we're looking at is the Jets as they go up against the Miami Dolphins, who will be with quarterback Skylar Thompson. Tua Tagovailoa out again with injury. This is a Dolphins team that's been just really off, lost five in a row. And while they are still playing for a playoff spot, the offense has just been totally out of sync, going up against a Jets defense that's been good all year. What do you expect from a fantasy perspective from the Jets? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of playmakers on the Dolphins, so you do have to worry about that. But mm-hmm. it's a third string quarterback versus a good defense at a cheap price. So I just don't want to overthink it. And if I need a cheaper defense, I'm definitely looking at the Jets. You can't argue with the sauce, sauce Gardner. Mm -hmm. Next up, we're looking at the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Chicago bears. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings defense. Terrible. They aren't exactly predicated on their defense. Let's just say that 25th and DVOA. However, It's the Chicago Bears. They're 27th in offensive DVOA, and now quarterback Justin Fields is on the shelf. Mm -hmm. So even worse offense will be trotting out there. What do you like about the Vikings? And Nathan Peterman has been prone to throwing pick sixes, so he could definitely throw another one this week. Uh, Bears are also allowing 3.5 sacks a game, so there gives you a little nice floor. And if they aren't scoring, you know, a little bigger floor, if he throws a pick six, then you guys win. That's some points right there. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, those are your daily fantasy projections for week 18. For more analytics and information to help you dominate your daily fantasy contest, make sure to check out linestarapp.com. We've got a draft, draft optimizer, sorry, lineup optimizer to help you get all your ducks in a row there. And if you don't want, you're like, hey, this week I don't want to do so so much research. We do it for you on the LineStar app. So Mm -hmm. make sure to check it out, linestarapp.com. Now it is time for touchdown calls of the game. Tyler, where are you headed for an anytime touchdown in the final week of the regular season? I'm going with A.J. Brown, highest team total of the week. He has the third best wide receiver matchup as to our uh, Lions, Lions star matchup tool. Mm-hmm. And Giants ranked 27th, allowing 1.1 touchdown of the wide receiver per week. I love this spot. There you go. A.J. Brown going downtown. Mm-hmm. I am in honor of the college football national championship game and the fact that I am a Georgia Bulldog. You know I had to go with a dog this week for my anytime touchdown. I am going with the Detroit Lions running back DeAndre Swift for a touchdown. He's got eight on the year. In fact, last week he had both a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. He's got great agility, patience, and a favorable matchup this week going up against the Green Bay Packers who rank 31st in rush defense DVOA. I know they've been playing a lot better lately. However, I still like my chances with Swift back there, both a receiving and rushing threat. So give me Swift for an anytime touchdown. Now it's time for prop bets. Tyler, where are you headed for a prop bet in week 18? I'm going with the man that has a chance to break Calvin Johnson's record, Justin Jefferson, over 90.5 receiving yards. That is the line that is on prize picks right now. It's 95 on underdog. I was surprised to see it so much lower on prize picks. So let's hammer that. But he's crushed the Bears in four of five. He's hit the over in seven of 10. He's averaging 110 yards a season uh, on the season mm-hmm. and only needs 194 yards to beat Calvin Johnson. Quite honestly, anything less than triple digits for Justin Jefferson. 
Especially in the matchup he's in. When is... it's pushing to 80s, <laughs> like, I, I got to take it. that. Yeah. For my prop bet, I'm going Raiders quarterback Jarrett Stidham over 225 and a half passing yards. Stidham had 365 passing yards against the San Francisco 49ers, who rank fifth in pass defense DVOA. What he showed in that game is his ability to hit the deep ball and just make really solid decisions, not take any risky plays. And he's also got Devontae Adams on his team. Let's be honest. He can hit Devontae Adams, basically throw it anywhere in his vicinity, and he'll be just fine. And he's got a favorable matchup going up against the Kansas City defense. Their secondary's been an Achilles heel for them all season long. In fact, they are giving up an average of 245 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, Stidham over 225 and a half in this one. I just see him kind of crushing that over. He looked great last week. Yeah, we're like in the SEC this week in my all my bets. Do you see a trend here? Just saying. We're trying to send uh-huh. that good positive vibes George's way for uh, the Frogs and the Dogs matchup on Monday night. Okay. Speaking of dogs, it's time for our dog of the day. <laughs> Tyler, where are you headed for an underdog pick this weekend in week 18? I'm going with Tampa Bay Bucks plus four. Very surprised to see that they are four-point underdogs to the Falcons. <laughs> They're winning the division. Tom Brady has won the last six matchups versus the Falcons. I don't see that ending. And to be frank, this Tampa Bay team needs to play. They need to keep their offense rolling. It showed signs of life last week. They need to keep some more momentum going into the playoffs and get that offense really going. I'm going to the AFC South matchup in the Titans. I'm taking the Titans plus six and a half against the Jags this week. I know they've lost six in a row and they appear to be a bit off the rails. However, the stakes could not be higher for mm-hmm. this game. The winner of this game wins the AFC South. You've got Josh Dobbs in at quarterback in this one, which I think is a part of the reason why that spread is near a touchdown in this, what will be likely a competitive game. Dobbs is actually a mobile quarterback who provides even more of a threat uh, in the rushing game. And add in the fact that now you have Derrick Henry to the mix. Last week, Dobbs didn't have Derrick Henry when they played the Dallas Cowboys. Dobbs did okay. He had 232 yards. He had one touchdown, one interception. So he played fine. And then add in Derrick Henry, who is third in the league in rushing yards to the mix there. And Jacksonville Jaguars had a hard time stopping Derrick Henry last time they faced him. He had 121 yards. All their offense runs through Derrick Henry in this one, and the Jags' defense is 19th in rush defense DVOA. I think they'll have a hard time stopping Derrick Henry. I know all the hype has been Trevor Lawrence in this one. I'm still riding with the Titans to cover that 6.5. It's hard to bet against Derrick Henry. He can can beat anybody. I mean, he just every week, I'm so surprised. He just is... Seemingly very durable and always has that power. Jags have been playing really well, though. They have been playing really well. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying the Titans are going to win. I just think that spread's a bit Mm -hmm. generous to the Jags, Mm -hmm. considering what's at stake in this one. You know, uh, Mike Rabel's going to throw out all the stops. Oh, yeah. For his defense that's been fairly decent. And solid. All right. That's going to do it for us this week for Daily Fantasy and all your Prop bets information, make sure to check out linestarapp.com. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to like this video and subscribe to our channel. And comment below. Helps us out a little bit. Give us some love on 
on the comments. And even if you don't like our picks or let us know uh, in the comments as well. Also for those prop bets, they are available on underdog fantasy and prize picks. We're also including the links to that below in case you don't have those apps. Great way to place those bets because is legal in most states. Make sure to check that out and use our promo code and you'll get up to $100 of your deposit matched. Week 18, it's the regular season finale. Playoffs around the corner. We'll still be here for the playoffs. Don't you mm -hmm. worry. This is not our last show or anything like that. If it was the case, we'd have balloons, confetti, something <laughs> of that nature. But Tyler, we have made it through. We have. The complete regular we are through season. the season. We We're did here. it. We're here. Let's get ready for the playoffs. Good luck to you and all your sports betting endeavors. We'll see you next time.